the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. And now, Rob Black and your money on the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio, 910 AM. Here's Rob Black. Welcome in to the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio, 910 AM. I'm Rob Black. Happy Monday to you. If Monday can be described ever as happy, how you feeling? I'm feeling kind of Monday. It's July 19th, 2010. So the year marches on. For the year, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ are all kind of sluggish to down. And yet the values on Wall Street are incredibly cheap and good values. It's telling us things are going to get worse in the second half of the year. More on that, though, as the show evolves and starts to play out today. Um, again, this is a show called Rob Black and Your Money. Let's underline the word your money, or I guess the two words, your money. Come on in. It's a call-in show, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. I'm out of studio today, which is kind of odd for me. Well, I'm actually in the closet studio, which is a pretty nice studio. It's it's uh, not, not too shabby in any way, shape, or form, but John Gibson from Fox News is uh, in my studio. And again, it just shows you the totem pole. When uh, uh, when someone else comes in, I get knocked to the very, very bottom. But it's kind of fun watching him do his radio show. He, he's a little bit different than what, the way I do it. So I'm, I'm voyeuring in on him right now. So he's got his shirt on. I do the show shirtless. We're slightly different in the way we approach things. Um, but again, that's one of the new I'm, – I'm happy he's here. I'm, I'm happy our, our station is kind of trying to get more of a brand, whether that brand be the moon or whether that brand be San Francisco or that band be local, local. I'm thrilled that we're doing more branding and we're going Fox News. John Gibson, kind enough to come out and um, – I'm not. I'm not going to be honest with you. I'm not too happy he's in my studio, but I'm thrilled that he's here nonetheless. Let's take a look at Wall Street right now. We got the new week of trading underway on Wall Street after Real 3D celebrated its IPO. It rang the opening bell. This is one of those IPOs that. Uh, it's a great story. 3D, great story. IMAX, great story. Hybrid cars, great story. But there's not a lot of revenue there, and thus you pay a premium for the story, and you don't get a lot in return. little bit frustrating seeing that IPO out there because I know a lot of you are going to get hurt. You're going to chase it because the story, Forrest Gump, that's a great store, Forrest, and you tell it so well. But I want earnings, and I want revenue. And when I whisper, I strangely sound like Glenn Beck. I'm trying to get 10% more Glenn Becky. So anyway, Dow's up 33 NASDAQ up seven, S&P 500 up three. I can't break out of it, which is hilarious. If I were to whisper the whole show and sound like Glenn Beck, I think that would be obnoxiously funny. So anyway, one of the big stories out there today, the market's up, okay? On Friday, the market crapped out. It petered. It, It couldn't finish the job. It got stuck, and it had a big pullback. 
a big, 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 big pullback. So uh, four days up, one day down, even for the week. That's not good. So it's telling you that the gains are hard fought and losses are easy pleasy. Why? Well, it ties into our second big story of the day from Fox News. President Barack Obama is hammering Senate Republicans for holding up an extension of federal unemployment benefits. After years of championing policies that turned a record surplus into a massive deficit, the same people who didn't have any problems spending hundreds of billions of dollars on tax breaks for the wealthiest Americans are now saying we shouldn't offer relief to middle-class Americans like Jim or Leslie or Denise who really need help. Who the hell are Jim, Leslie, and Denise? Never met them before, but they must be up on stage with President Obama, and he's hammering Senate Republicans for holding up an extension of federal unemployment benefits. Look... Oftentimes I say I'm neither Republican or or Democrat. I will say that that I lend my 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 thoughts to less government is more. Let's watch where we're spending money. Let's watch how we're we're spending money as a nation because it all comes out of your taxpayers' dollars, my taxpayer dollars. I hate that. I I find very few programs that are out there that I would actually support and endorse. I've seen firsthand how some of these programs actually work. And um it's frustrating. It's frustrating as hell when you see how welfare works and you see the failures of it. But one area that I, I do support is unextended unemployment benefits. Um, it's just you can't have Americans sit at their home with no money. It's just it's it's you can't. And again, I know you're saying liberal, pinko, communist, Democrat. No, I'm not. I'm saying that that's one area that, you know, I think we got to do everything we can to get them back to work everything we can to get them back to work. And you're saying, Rob, why is this a big story? Obama talking about jobs? Jobs are a commodity. And next to the commodity Unobtainium, which was featured in the movie um, on from Planet Pandora, Avatar, uh, it's the world's most precious commodity. The second world's most precious commodity would be jobs. And we need more of them. And they're in short sight right now. We need to create uh, a few huge supply of them because there's strong demand for them. And uh, that's that's holding down the U.S. economy. There's no doubt about it. The president is delivering his remarks to reporters in the Rose Garden at the White House alongside three long-term unemployed workers. What's interesting to note is that the, the Democrats seem to be taking a tactic now that, hey, you Senate Republicans, you used to spend hundreds of billions of dollars, not like we did too. But also even more importantly, they're trying to tie everything back to George Bush. It's it's their way of trying to send a message out. Don't vote out the incumbents. Don't vote out the Democrats in the upcoming election. Get rid of uh, all Republicans because it's all George Bush's fault. Next up, BP, British Petroleum, announced the latest cost of the Gulf of Mexico. Let's ring the cash register together, shall we? Fox News Radio's Todd Starnes reports from New Orleans. BP says the Gulf Coast oil spill has cost them nearly $4 billion. That includes the cost of containment, building those relief wells, and paying out claims. Around $207 million provided to folks who make their living from the Gulf Coast waters. So, again, we keep bringing up the, the cost on, on BP. It's, it's going higher. And now that they've got the, the well capped, there's some stories out there today that the ground near it is seeping oil, i.e. there's too much pressure and it's going to blow. Uh-oh. Watch out below if you're BP stock. If this is true, I, I haven't heard confirmation of this yet. So uh, that's worthy of note. Um, once they get the well capped and it's held... Then we start going into the point of how many lawsuits are going to get. How much money does it ultimately cost when you start getting a little bit more? So there will be a relief rally into the, the capping. If it uncaps again, 
If it bursts, you'll see the BP stock go down probably $28. When they start capping it again, it'll start going back up $35, $36. And then we need to quantify the damages and the lawsuits after that for it really going to move higher into the $40 to $50 range. So anyway, that's your headline news of the day. Uh, it's focusing in on business. Let's talk about some of the stuff that we're seeing today. I, I'm seeing slowing economic growth globally. And I think it's coming with the territory. You go into recession, you come out of recession. Uh, a lot of people don't believe it. So we go back in again and we come back out again. So we either dip into recession for double dip or we just dip into stagnation or stagflation or stag something going sideways. So investors took their cues on Friday. Consumer prices uh, and consumer confidence fell. Consumer prices falling tells you that there's not a lot of demand. Consumer confidence tells you that you know people are a little pessimistic. And when you're pessimistic, you tend not to feel sexy. And when you feel sexy, you tend to go on vacation to Mexico. When you don't feel sexy, you tend to like camp in the backyard or do a staycation, which is bad for the overall economy. I was telling you the values on Wall Street look pretty good right now. They do. Um, growth rate this quarter for earnings is up 28% year over year. The P.E. right now in the S&P 500 is not at a historic low, but at a low that you and I haven't seen in a long, 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 long time. P.E. right now in the S&P 500 is 12.4 times. Any number, typically I'd say 15 is the average, but we're no longer in an average world. We're in a 10% unemployment world. So I see why we're down there. I see that uh, this is an incredible value if jobs get created. This is an incredible value. But if jobs don't get created, I think you're going to see in the next two quarters, we, earnings start to weaken a little bit. The comparisons get a little bit tougher. And then the two quarters after that, I think you're going to see dismal performance comparatively on a year over year. So third and fourth quarter this year going to be okay, anemic. First and second quarter next year will probably show drops. And that's why that P.E. is down at 12.4 times. Oil service company Halliburton today trading higher. They beat earnings expectations. IBM, Texas Instruments, Steel Dynamics, three very different type of companies. One's a service company, one's a semiconductor company or gadget company, and one's a, uh, a steel company, a commodity play. So they're all going to report today after after hours, after the market closes at 1 o'clock. Ireland got a downgrade today. They stole me lucky charms, and they downgraded Irish bonds today. So, again, the world getting a little bit more on the negative. So... A little bit more negative to, to lend money to Ireland. You got to, you know, you're gonna get a little bit more return on it now. Anyway, eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls on the air. I want to talk about protracted sluggishness. I'm not gonna beat up negativity for all week long, but I want to talk about protracted sluggishness in the next break. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. The Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio. 1980. This is Rob Black and your money on the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio. 910 AM. And now, Rob Black. Many, 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 many ways to get in touch with me. Number one, email rob at robblack.com. Rob at robblack.com. I have a list, by the way, at robblack.com if you want to sign up for it. It's um, kind of like I'll send you emails when, let's say, I get fired from here. Or when I start a new project, say, video on on the Internet. Or when I have a baby, I'll send you an email. Okay, probably not when I have a baby, but maybe, maybe. 
800-345-5639. Again, you can sign up at that list at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Or you can call the show, 800-345-5639. There's a Facebook group page called I Hate Rob Black, Facebook group page called I Hate Rob Black. Right now we have a positive market. There's um, a couple things. Like, hold on, wait, wait, listen to this. I'm not using my regular studio today, so it's giving me a little bit, um, a little bit of trickery. Um, reports are surfacing right now that Germany's hypo real estate—it's a big bank. Um, it may have failed the European stress test. Uh oh! You know the Europeans are doing a stress test. They're going to release the results on, I believe, the twenty-third of this month. There's a small chance it's the twenty-first. Some banks are already coming out and saying, "Hey, we won. We're okay." But there was one out there that's telling you, "Uh oh, watch out!" Germany's hypo real estate reports. I.e. rumors. So if this comes to fruition, two things. One, it'll show the, the depth of the problem in the world. That's negative. We saw banks in the United States fail. Now seeing some banks in, in Europe fail, it's not a good thing. Because we need banks. We love banks. I know you're saying, screw you, Rob. I hate my bank. They, pay, they charge me so much money. Yeah, my money. Yeah. It's a service, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, where do I go with this? Um... So there's two things that we are learning from this. One, that there's a depth of problems in banks. It's not good news. But another one is we're learning, okay, how deep is it? Is it nine feet deep of problems? Is it 11 feet deep? I remember as a kid going in the pool, I used to love 12 feet deep. I was able to go get a coin off the bottom at 12 feet deep. Most other kids couldn't. Most other kids petered out around 10 or 11 feet. But I like the deep end. I like playing in the deep end. Now, it's, what's interesting today is what's leading Wall Street is utility stocks. That's another bad sign. That's not a good sign. It's a bad sign. Apple's down today. That's not a good sign. It's a bad sign. And the National Home Builders Association comes in with weaker than expected numbers on their, their home building index. Um, Hasbro, Delta, and Halliburton all announced earnings before the bell today. Education stocks are doing well because there's some rumors floating around that Congress is going to help the education service companies. Maybe that's a, a play on job creation there. Uh, oil and gas doing well. And like I said, utilities doing real well today. Let's go to Mike. Mike in Mountain View. Mike, how are you? Good morning, Rob. I've got a quick question for you. I got kind of an unusual situation. Uh, about 10 years ago, I uh, essentially quit my job as an engineer and went to law school. And walked out, got out of law school about $100,000 in debt with literally nothing. Uh, now today I'm making like half a million dollars a year. So I've only got about 10 years, I guess. I'm 55. So the question I've got is, what do I do? I mean, I've gotten, you know, like I'm making good money. Mm. I got real estate, but realistically, my time frame is short. Okay, so you're 55. You're making half a million dollars a year. Yeah. You've got nothing really saved? I've got a half a million dollars in my 401k. Okay, that's not bad. I've I've got three houses. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. How, yeah, are the, you know, how are the houses that, doing in this market? I got about a million in equity. You know. Okay. But, but the thing is, like I said, I only got 10 years left. Right. Well, obviously, max out any sort of defined benefit plan that you're... Well, I'm well, maxing out all my 401ks. Okay. You know, do I buy CDs? Do, what do I do? I mean, I, you know, like it says, you know... I, are you, are you going to work all 10 years, Mike? I could. I mean, about that, I mean, I could if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, do I? I mean, that's why I mean, with the taxes and everything, I'm going to get killed in taxes. I pay more in taxes than most people make in a year. I know. I know the feeling, my friend. <laughs> Hallelujah. It sucks being us. Wealthy with high incomes. And I don't 
feel wealthy without income. That's, I guess maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Could you have the same income if you were to move to Nevada, say like Tahoe? Well, see, one of my clients is one of the local uh, consumer electronics companies, so it would be difficult. Okay. Well, I would start setting up where you're going to live in retirement first and foremost. Um, I don't like the I don't like California for retirement because the income taxes are are too high as well as the sales taxes. Right. So there's just no way around that. The federal income tax is lower for seniors, but California is an expensive state to retire in. Um, so I'd start looking in outside California unless you're wealthy. You know, you got three, four, five million dollars. You could live in California until the day you die, but you're you're paying a privilege. You're paying a premium for that privilege. Um, thanks for the call. I would start with some simple stuff, Mike. Um, budget. Figure out how much you're spending, how much you're saving. Uh, figure out if there's any place that you can save. When you make half a million dollars a year, you tend to blow money pretty easily. You tend to buy things that you wouldn't buy normally. Um, you tend to go on vacations that are on the premium side. Now, you're 55. You've earned the right to do that. There is no doubt about that in any way, shape, or form. But you're also starting to run out of time, and you had a midlife career change. So you're in a little bit different uh, set of set of expectations. Half a million dollars in 401k is great. That should grow probably probably to about 800 900,000 in the next 10 years, maybe a little bit more. If you've invested it wisely, would I buy CDs? No. I think what you're telling me is that a million dollars in in a nest egg is only going to pay you $40,000 a year. It sounds like your demands for a budget are going to be a little bit higher in retirement. Yeah, figure out your budget, figure out what you're going to want to be spending because now you're starting to get that point, Mike, where you're running out of time. Typically, with five to 10 years left until retirement, I tell people, go meet with a CFP, either an hourly CFP or a full-time CFP, and either hire the CFP, or at least go get you know your budget put together, your, your, your expectations put together. I'm not sure why you have three pieces of real estate. Um, in retirement, you're going to want to let those go. And what you've seen recently in the last four or five years is that uh, home prices can and will get battered. Now, again, I don't know where your real estate is. If it's in Tahoe, keep it. If it's in Palo Alto, keep it. If it's on the best street in San Carlos, keep it. If it's in a bad part of San Mateo, sell it. So, like, I, I can't really analyze totally. I would work with a CFP that you trust. If you need a referral, just send me an email, rob at robblack.com. I would consider a good budget to really get a grasp on what you're spending, what's coming in, what's coming out. I would consider potentially potentially an annuity with Vanguard or with Fidelity, but no insurance companies um, to continue to max out more than your 401k, i.e. you said, let's put it into um, CDs. I say put it maybe a, 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 an annuity or from Fidelity or Vanguard. But again, you're not looking for a John Hancock annuity. You're not looking for an insurance salesperson. You're looking to call them because their annuities are incredibly cheap, low commissions and low management costs. Um, I would consider setting up another portfolio. Um, if you don't really like the annuity idea, I would consider setting up another portfolio for, what would I set it up for? Oh, that's tax efficient. So for your growth stocks, uh, like for instance, if Apple reports numbers tomorrow, which they do, and they're awful, let's say their margins tick too high, I'd, I'd buy some of that and hold that for the next five to 10 years and uh, you know not trade it. So you don't want to really be kicking your taxable income bracket higher at this point in time. Uh, but you're doing well. I would consider um, some long-term care insurance. Uh, it, if your parents lived a long time and had poor health, I would not consider it at this point in time if your parents both kicked over dead, 65, 70. Um, yeah, you're, you're looking for ways of diversifying a little bit out of that real estate as well. I, I don't like the three properties unless you're going to retire in one of them. I just That's too much exposure to me to real estate. 
But um, yeah, I, th- I think I gave you some ideas. Again, I think the CFP and a budget are pretty important. The budget's going to give you a goal on on how much you need to save. Keep in mind, a million dollars in a nest egg will get you to forty to sixty thousand dollars a year in taxable income, which isn't bad. Uh, but if you're spending two hundred, three hundred, like you're you're spending your income's five hundred thousand right now. So if, to get that, you would need you would need minimum. I mean, you do the math: ten million dollars. So in in liquid assets, so you're not going to be spending five hundred thousand in retirement. But then again, I don't know if you want to. I'd work as long as you can because five hundred thousand dollars a year is a damn good salary. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. You can also email me rob at robblack dot com. It's rob at robblack dot com. Don't be shy. I'm not going to bite you. I promise. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Rob at robblack dot com. Coming up, I'm going to take a look at what's working on the Wall Street and why. See how the Dow's hanging. Um, I don't like what I'm seeing out there. I don't like seeing utilities lead the market. Don't like that. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Rob Black and your money. The Bay Area's ooh, coming up. Bloomberg of Sports, but this is the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio nine ten a.m. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on the Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio nine ten a.m. I'm planning another get together sooner than later. One of those absolutely positively informal get-togethers where we meet typically either at a pool hall or at a brewery, someplace that's got a lot of standing room, some good fresh beer, and um, it's absolutely positively not required. It's informal. It's not tied to Clear Channel. It's just me saying, hey, Rob Black's going to be doing a little happy hour action at and uh, planning one in the East Bay, I think, um, you know, down off 92 area. So uh, that's what's probably coming up sooner than later, probably about three to four weeks. I've got a, a busy two weeks from now, two weeks from now, I'm going to be in, in Reno. If anyone wants to stop by John Asquagas, the Nugget, John Asquagas, the Nugget, um, there's a crazy thing there. There's this big rooster, and it's made out of gold, and uh big golden cock. It's the craziest thing that you'll, it's not the craziest thing you'll ever see, but it's pretty darn crazy. Um, but also I'm going to, you know, see some family. I've got some adopted family there where after my father died 16, 17 years ago, they were the family that invited me over for the holidays and the Christmas season. When I moved to the Bay Area eight, nine, nine, ten years ago, no one would invite me over. Here I was single on my own with no family and no one would say, hey, come over for Thanksgiving and come over for Christmas. So I always tried to include others. and It was very, very sweet that they included me. Dow's up 15, NASDAQ's up 2, S&P 500 up 1.3. So that's the action that we're seeing today. I don't like it. I don't like seeing utilities lead the market higher. Um, Obama's getting out in front of the Senate and saying, hey, we've got to extend unemployment, jobless benefits. We have to extend it. And uh, it's interesting. He's pointing a lot of fingers at the Bush administration, but his administration's halfway over. When's he going to start taking his own credit? When's he going to start becoming his own man? So it, it'll be fun to watch. Moving into the, the November election, we've got less than 100 days. How does America view our country? And I'll tell you, if it's vote out the incumbent, it's telling you that America doesn't feel good about their jobs. So a quick email me. You can always email me, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Don't be shy with your emails. Um, first person, Joe, says, should I allocate less? In a large cap in internationals in my 401k. Last quarter, I lost the most money in them. 
I lost more than I invested. Joe, that's impossible. You can't lose more than you invested. You invested $100. You can't be down $110. So I feel like I would have been better off putting my money under the mattress for the last two years. Joe, you're a bad investor. You don't understand it. You need to grow up. You need to suck it up. If you're 65 years old and you're investing and you're not good at it, you are just, you need to get out of the game. And you're right. Mattress is the best way of doing it. You got to learn from your mistakes. Um, three to four months ago, I started saying, you know, where would I put money right now? I'd put money in utilities. And actually, at the start of the year, I said utilities and tech companies. So I thought the first half of the year was going to be good, which it was good through May. So I got four months right. Can't possibly expect me to hit each day. I mean, I took back my forecast at the end of, of at the middle of June because I'm not seeing a strong June. No way. So second half of this year is problematic. Um, Joe, you need some large caps, mid caps, some small caps, some international, and some sort of income. Income could be real estate investment trusts. It could be utility stocks. It could be bonds. It could be municipal bonds, corporate bonds, junk bonds. It could be a lot of different things. It could be, you know, oil wells. Uh, that are tied towards a trust. It can be gas pipelines that are tied towards uh, paying out high dividends because there's not a lot of bus- new business in pipelines, just pipelines. And if you look backwards in three months, you're not an investor, you're a trader. If you look backwards on 10 years, you're an investor. If you look backwards on 20 years, you're an investor. If you look backwards on 30 years, you're an investor. I don't care how my 401k did last quarter. I know that I maxed it out and I feel good about that. And it's diversified. I don't feel good about that. So, Joe, grow the heck up. Don't look on a three-month basis. And if you think you lost more than you invested, you're doing some seriously bad math or someone's flat-out stealing money from you. Next email comes to us from William. He says, our credit repair company is legit. Do they really work? If so, which one is the best? I've never met in 15-plus years of doing this one person who said, I went to a credit repair company and I loved it. Now, I've heard hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of commercials on radio and television on the credit repair. The truth is, is you can fix your own credit repair credit, William. Go Google, how do I fix my credit? You'll see articles pop up. Read them. Stop being that instant gratification American. I want to pay someone to fix my credit. Stop being, there's someone smarter than me out there who can do something I can't. William, this is America. And I quickly learned when I was a teenage boy that you got to suck it up and, and be a man at times. I once remember going up to uh, Katie Quinn, one of the first girls I asked out on a date. And I basically said, Katie. And then I just froze. It's about as far as I got into the whole asking her out. So I dived. I bombed. I failed. Did it a second time and I got better. Did it a third time and I got better. Did it a fourth time and I started learning, hey, compliment. Did it a fifth time and I got better. Sixth time, hey, listen, I got better. You got to suck it up. Well, you got to learn to be a salesperson. So you got to like take credit for yourself. Credit repair companies are going to charge you three, four, five hundred dollars to fix your credit. You could do most of it yourself. One thing that you can do is um, look at how much capacity you have. If you've got ten cards with ten thousand dollars, you have a capacity to get into trouble of a hundred thousand dollars. Lower it. Get down to fifty thousand. If you've got twenty five thousand dollars in credit card debt, get it down to fifty thousand. That's going to give you a fifty percent debt to, to credit available credit. Get it. You know, get that down to thirty percent if you can. Another thing you could do is go out and get a credit card and use it. How do you repair your credit? You get credit. You use it, and you're responsible this time. I know this is not financial. This is this will make no sense. Go to Best Buy, buy a $1,000 TV, 
Get a Best Buy credit card at 18, 19, 20%. You're screwed. Pay it off over two years. Your $1,000 TV is going to cost you fifteen dollars to $2,000, but that's okay. You want better credit? That's how you do it. Pay it every single month. If you don't have money, go stand out on the street and say, I bought a TV at 18%. I'm a loser. Help me pay it off. That's how you get better credit. You get it and you use it. It doesn't magically, magic wand wave and happen. Look at your credit report. You might have fallen in love with a sugar booger 15, 20 years ago and, and bought um, and, and, and bought her flowers. But it says 15, 20 years ago that you bought a diamond ring. You're like, I didn't buy anyone a diamond ring 15, 20 years ago. And then you challenge it and you say, I need that expunged because that wasn't me. Someone used my credit. Someone used my information. So there's a lot of little things that you can do to get better credit. But the best one is to establish it and to use it. And also time. Challenge your old credit marks. Uh, get your, your debt to income under control. Uh, increase your income. Those are ways to get better better credit. So those are the simple way. So no, I would not use a debt company to improve my credit. So there was an economist out there today. He talked about, he's tied towards Morgan Stanley. And he, he oversees Asia. How much time do I have here? About a minute, not enough. But I'll try anyway. His name's Stephen Roach. And if I had a last name of Roach, I'd probably be very careful about I'd probably change it. He says the U.S. economy faces a period of protracted sluggishness. Consumers are wary to spend. He says the U.S. is, I think, in the early stages of what is a very protracted sluggishness of domestic internal demand. Interesting. Now, he says the U.S. economy grew at a 2.7% annual rate in the first quarter, less than previously calculated, reflecting a smaller gain in consumer spending and a bigger trade gap. Consumer confidence slumped in July to the lowest level in a year, signaling the biggest part of the economy is losing is momentum. The biggest part of our economy is consumers. He says the dynamic dynamicism, that's a tough word, dynamicism, is that we haven't got hooked and accustomed to. It's just not going to be there. You know, we want to see housing we work. We want to see consumer spending work. He said the U.S. housing market took another step back in June as construction purchases dropped. Today, we see the home builder index at a 15-year low as far as confidence. Housing's inability to maintain a rebound is one of the reasons the economic recovery is not gaining speed. Obama said on July 15th that the economic stimulus program is gradually pulling the U.S. out of its deepest recession in decades. Republicans have said the stimulus was wasteful. It hasn't reduced unemployment and has added the biggest deficit in the, in the world. And that's true. I think the president's walking a very fine line right now and touting it. China has to shift their model right now if they want to continue rapid growth and avoid social inability. So they're going to slow down a little bit. You know, China's got some instability tied towards their, employ, uh, their employees, i.e. their citizens. Per capita gross domestic product in China is still a real laggard, so they're working their butts off. They're not spending and enjoying what they're doing. So, a prolonged period of economic sluggishness. I'd say anemic GDP growth. I'm not that far off from Roach's commentary. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. There's a sucker born every minute. I'll tell you about that when we come back on the Bay Area's exclusive home. For Fox News Radio, 910 AM. The Bay Area's exclusive home for Fox News Radio, 910 AM. And now, Rob Black and your money. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I've been a little light on financial news or stock news. I know some of you are addicted to... You know, stocks like crack cocaine. I'll talk, I promise, this segment about 
Uh, in fact, I'm going to bump the stock talk up not now. I'm going to bump the scams sucker born every minute to, in the second hour. That's really going to concern senior citizens. And I hate using the phrase senior citizens. Uh, old people, also known as to me, biscuits. Let's go to Roger in Napa. Roger, how are you? Hi, Rob. This is Roger in Napa. Um, well, I am one of those uh, old fogies that you uh, enjoy talking about. Um, <laughs> but uh, being in excellent health and hoping to live to be, you know, 150 or 200 uh, with all the new things that are happening in technology, that may be a possibility. Question for um, you quickly, Roger, before we go to your content. Since you're a okay. One in five senior citizens have been the victim of a financial scam. Uh, Does that surprise you? No. Okay. I, to me, that's like criminal. Well, I think a lot of it has got to do with people don't understand cause and effect, and we don't teach it in the schools. Gotcha. So, anyway, so let's go to your point. Okay, um, number one, I think Pyramid Beer in Berkeley would be a great place for you to meet with uh, some of your uh, devoted followers like myself. You are absolutely 100% correct. I, I've, I've been afraid of, of Berkeley because a couple years ago I did a seminar there, and it was just Berkeley really draws. And I, I love people. I love diverse people. I just don't want to be near them. It really <laughs> It really draws a huge diverse crowd. I like people who are more like me. Uh-huh. Um, I once did a seminar and, you know, kind of an educational thing to raise money for charity. And uh, there was a day we I rented a, a hotel and there was a, a Baptist church going on right next door. And, and for some reason, someone from Berkeley decided I'm going to go tell those people to go to hell and shut the hell up because I'm listening to Rob Black. I'm like, oh, God, if you're going to do that, at least say, you know, you're listening to someone else or something else. Don't don't put me into that sentence. But anyway, because, you know, I don't I don't want to do bad by God. I want to say it is best uh, best graces, even if I am doing a financial seminar, Roger. Anyway, so okay, well, pyramid, I think you're doing, beer. I, you're, I doing do- a good, you're doing a good thing for people. So I think you've got that little uh, uh, aurora around you that uh, protects you from those evil ones. Yeah, but I, I've I've been bad to women in my life. I've dated girls I should have married, and I got scared and moved on. You know, it's, like, it's the yin-yang karma thing that needs to come back in my favor. So I appreciate that, Roger. So I will, I promise you. Um, okay. I'm going to try to do these drinking things every four to six weeks. Okay. And I, I will do Berkeley probably uh, in the uh, last half of this year. Great. Um, next uh, on the list of uh, websites that you think that uh, would be interesting for uh, us to check out. Oh, good God. How much time do you have on your hands? Um, well, I'm uh, a senior citizen, I, I, you know, and I, 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 I follow your lead. What are you looking for? Are you looking for content that's fun, or are you looking for business content, or are you looking for investment ideas? Um, probably investment ideas. You okay. know, I, I check out things like uh, uh, Yahoo Finance every day yeah. and uh, Google Finance and, and look at some of the things that they've got in there. Uh you know, it's what makes our world go around. Yeah, um, be careful because Yahoo Finance is, is really a bunch of glorified press releases. Oh, okay. So even when you, it's it's the company releasing press releases, but sometimes it's an investment in idea from a company who pays for a press release and distribution. I, I don't use Yahoo for anything other than 
mm, what I would say inane or just you know pure statistics. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And even their statistics are dated. So I would say their data to me is it, it's 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 frivolous. So I use Yahoo for frivolous content or frivolous data. Okay. Um, I'll give you some ideas and thanks for the call. I'd, I'd consider instead of going online, maybe consider something like ValueLine if you've never ex- experienced it. I think ValueLine and Morningstar both do amazingly good work. Um, ValueLine you can get at your local library um, for free, and I think it's the best source of ideas. ValueLine.com does have a little educational uh, tidbit to it if you're trying to come up with ideas. There's a, a great, great dividend detective type of guy who does newsletter. His name is Harry Domash. If you want to Google dividend detective Domash, D-O-M-A-S-H, I think he does a real nice job of that. Um, for investment ideas, I think Investors Business Daily is great, although dangerous, because for every good one they give you, they give you a bad one. For every great one, they give you a poor one. For every risky one, they give you a safe one. So that's too much, in my opinion. I still like the Financial Times, FT.com. I still like the Wall Street Journal uh, enormously. I think Business Week does a great job. Um, Kiplinger does a wonderful job, K-I-P-L-I-N-G-E-R.com, businessweek.com. Those are just something to start, to say the least. Let's go to Jason. And by the way, if you didn't hear those, there's a 50-50 chance they'll be on our iPod, our podcast today because our podcast technology at 9, 10 a.m., well, let's just say it's 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 1960s. Uh, Korean War era technology, and uh, you can find that at talk910.com, talk910.com, under Rob Black's show, under 910 a.m., talk910.com, or you can go to iTunes. Again, 50-50 chance if you'll be able to hear it. Um, I don't have any faith in our podcast anymore under Rob Black and Your Money, uh, Rob Black and Your Money under iTunes. Let's go to Jason in Petaluma. Jason? Hey, Jason. Uh, hey, Rob. How you doing? You know, that's, um, that's the number one thing people do when they call radio shows, Jason. They say their own name instead of the host name. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, it must be funny coming from your end. Um, <laughs> hey, um, over the weekend, I had my uh, uh, my wallet stolen, and uh, for, unfortunately, I had all of my personal information. You name it, it was in there. <laughs> Good man. Um, I know. Um, so I, I know better and everything. They just caught me. I had a good time, I guess. So I was wondering, I went ahead and put the fraud alert on my social and all that. Um, are there any recommendations that you can think of that anything else uh, preventative I can do to prevent my... Uh, you, you closed all your bank accounts? I didn't. Uh, I only have one or two. Um, I didn't close them. Um, I do have passwords set up for them and everything. Should I go ahead and close them up and open up a new one? It's with a credit union. Part of me says yes. That's a great way of making sure that none of your money ever gets taken in any way, shape, or form by anyone who's smarter than, say, the banks or the credit union. Um, if, for instance, if you had all your money with Bank of America, I'd consider transferring out to Wells Fargo. Right. Um, or setting up a completely new account so that anything on that account number is gone. Um, I would contact the credit bureaus, Jason, if you haven't done this, and let them know. I have uh, done so. And um, I would put a freeze on your credit. I would go even further than contacting them. I wouldn't say, you know, fraud. I'd say I don't want any new credit issued to me in any way, shape, or form unless you call. And let's say your phone number is 415-HOT-HOT. Say call 415-HOT-HOT to open any new accounts. You could do that yourself. I see. A lot of people pay for identity theft, and all they're really doing is they're mm-hmm. contacting the, the three major bureaus and saying, call you know, our, our company before you open up any new credit for this person. 
Um, so it's not that fancy, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, those are some of the ideas, Jason. Um, I, you know, I don't know how freaked out. Was it an aggressive theft? Was it, you know, maybe you might have lost it on the side of a lake? Um, no, um, I broke in and okay. took the wallet, a couple of different electronics, and everything. So. Yeah. Okay. In, into your house? That. No, my wallet cool. fell out of my pocket in my car, oh. and um, unbeknownst to me, it was there, and then he took that along with some other electronics that were in the car yeah. overnight. Yeah. You, I once had my car broken into, and it's it's horrible. The next day you go to your car and you see it broken in, and, and I know this is a horrible thing to say, but I feel like I was raped. I know I wasn't actually raped, so it's a bad comparison, but I feel like I was violated. Like I almost wanted to cry. And I'm yeah. a tough, I'm a tough guy. It just, it was, it's a weird feeling, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. I got all, got over all the emotions and everything now. So, um, yeah. appreciate uh, your support. And I know this is probably a different phone call for you, but I, I appreciate. Yeah, and thanks for the call again. I would consider opening up brand new accounts is the safest thing you could do. Second, contacting all the credit bureaus and saying, you know, just freeze my credit, uh, freeze it for a good year plus, and have them call you if they, if you do need any credit opened up for any reason. Uh, it's a little bit of pain in your butt, but it's a, a way of safe, uh, making things a little bit safer. I'd consider a locked mailbox as well uh, in the future. Uh, but that's really not for you, but for other people or a mailbox where uh, you can only get into and the mailman can only drop stuff into. I know a lot of people are doing that in this day and age. So those are just some of the ideas, and thanks for the call. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Next hour, I'm going to hit a lot of stock information. Um, it's earnings season. I'll tell you some of the winners, some of the losers. I'll go into some more. Uh, one in five senior citizens are victims of of basically fraudulent activity when it comes to your nest egg. It, it's, it's, it's something to talk about, if not for you, for your parents to know. And if not for you... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.